0: RSL lose to Houston and are eliminated from the U.S. Open Cup. You're listening to Here at the Riot, a Real Salt Lake soccer podcast.
1: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Here at the Riot. This is Josh, and with me is Dax. How you doing, Dax?
0: I'm doing pretty good. Um, we are recording this on August 26th. That is a Saturday. I know we usually don't record on Saturdays. Um, but we decided to record this because we usually record on Tuesdays. But the... Um, Galaxy the game against the galaxy was postponed because of Hurricane Hilly. So And
1: so we would have had nothing to talk about.
0: <laughs> we could have, you know told each other secrets or whatever.
1: Yeah. I feel like that we would can... have made
0: for an interesting podcast episode. Which okay, I don't understand Ooh. this. They they had a hurricane and you know, mm-hmm. they they couldn't play, you know, fine, whatever. And then just a week later and the monarchs game they they mentioned this in the monarchs game that there was a heat advisory for southern california so i'm like which is it is it
1: it was are, both man
0: it was both
1: climate change is wild
0: the water is boiling as it hits the ground <laughs> the, the rain is it, it's it's just a vicious, vicious? cycle the the rain falls from... from the sky, hits the ground, turns immediately back into steam, and then rains again.
1: You just get... You go from one extreme to the other. That's how it goes these days.
0: Alright. Like, I'm just wondering if, like, the hurricane was still there and it was also just really hot, or if the hurricane has moved on.
1: I think it moved on. I think it was only there for, like, two or three days.
0: Yeah. Well. So that's why we're doing this today and it's going to be this is, this is an interesting time to record because there's literally an rsl game later tonight, tonight. In, a, in a few hours in fact i'm recording this jersey in sorry i'm recording this episode in my <laughs> rsl jersey I'm not recording this jersey that's weird i don't usually do now, that
1: you should if you can attach photos to these episodes you should just,
0: just like a picture of me in my jersey with my you know thumbs up like
1: yeah sure
0: this is what i look like yes so i feel i mean yeah
1: what is the game what time is the game tonight
0: it's seven thirty utah time just like it always yeah. is
1: yeah oh boy i'm not too excited for this one <laughs>
0: Well, it's gonna be interesting because we're gonna talk about the game, and probably most people won't listen to the episode until the games already happen. So, yeah, like you'll get to see our what we predict, and then, you know, after it already happens, which I guess is the case with midweek games, because mm-hmm. we record like Tuesday nights, and then the games happen on Wednesday. So unless you wh- listen to them on Wednesday, then you don't get the the preview. Um. But anyways, uh that's why the schedule's weird. Um and we'll probably release another episode on Tuesday, if I had to guess. Yeah. Just talking talk about, about, this, about their next game against Houston and anything that happens. So, um Yeah, that's um that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, one of the things we already mentioned is that the uh, Galaxy game was postponed, I think it was postponed to sometime in September.
1: I thought it was October.
0: October, I meant?
1: Yeah. But a long ways away.
0: Um, so, uh, yeah, you're right, it is, it is October October 14th. Uh, and it looks like they had a bye that week, so no, no midweek game that week. Um
1: no buy for you.
0: Yeah. No buy. We get that that taken away. So, um that's what happened with that. That's why they didn't play against the Galaxy. Um
1: I think uh, that may have really hurt us in the Houston game, if I'm being honest.
0: Uh I mean, yeah, cuz they had um they had rested for what was it 12 days?
1: yeah we needed a warm-up game
0: i mean yeah i think to be honest i think our problems are (laughs) are are worse than that oh
1: there were Uh, there were other problems there were a lot of problems yes a
0: warm-up game definitely helps and we we will talk about what what we what we thought the the problems or main problem was in a little bit but yes that i think that definitely did hurt their chances um and it was yeah was kind of sad that they didn't get to warm up i th- i kind of thought i was like okay they're gonna uh, this is good because houston's gonna play their their players are gonna be tired because like three of their you know starting 11 the the attackers played the whole game against portland mm-hmm. um but nah it didn't really matter <laughs> it it just ended up hurting us so
1: unfortunately
0: um yeah uh i think since last episode we mentioned that rso was linked with kevin or Kevon. i don't know there is it's there's an o uh, the o is is strange to me um we'll just call him kevin
1: yeah until we hear yeah, differently yeah until
0: we hear otherwise i feel like that's what they were going kevin kevin lambert Jamaican and international signs it has signed with RSL before. I think we just said that he was just linked with RSL, but now he has signed. Um, providing most likely center back depth, um, yeah. for the team. So that is good, especially cool beans. with the trouble that Brian Vera has got into which we will also talk about. Um
1: I just accidentally unplugged my headphones. I don't know if you heard anything.
0: I heard a little static, but
1: Oh, that's that it. was me plugging it back in. Hey <laughs> yo.
0: We are back.
1: Oops. <laughs>
0: um and then the last item of news is that Miami uh advances in the Open Cup after a penalty kick shootout against Cincinnati. So, Miami is can win the Open Cup. The next the the finals of the Open Cup will be in Miami because of the way that the venues work, the venue priority. Um <laughs> So, yeah, they have a very good shot of winning another title this season.
1: Miami signs Messi and promptly wins two tournaments because let's be real, they're going to beat Houston and then they might even win MLS Cup. So
0: they could, they I mean they
1: might get the triple.
0: They 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 could they could get the uh, um CONCACAF treble except for they didn't win the Champions League but that's fine
1: well but they're in the Champions Cup so
0: oh and that was another thing that I think we forgot to mention Um, RSL was essentially playing for a spot in the the Champions Cup formerly the CONCACAF Champions League yeah well
1: it depended on the result of the other game
0: Yes, if, yeah, sorry, if Miami won, then um, they would have already qualified for, the, Miami already qualified by winning League's Cup, so that mm-hmm. means if Miami won, then whoever uh, made it to the finals would automatically get that spot. And, I mean, there's a good chance that Cincinnati wins the supporter Shield anyway. Right. So it might have, it might not have mattered who advanced in the other game, but like with Miami, it's for sure that Houston will be going to the, the, what is it? Ch- Champions Cup? Is that what they're calling it?
1: Yeah, Concacaf Champions Cup. C C C. So you know that would have been cool to qualify for. Um. Everyone. The funny thing is that everyone was obsessed with oh my gosh, we get to play Messi at home. Oh, it's going to be so cool. I could care less. I wanted the CONCACAF Champions Cup berth, and I wanted a U.S. Open Cup final. I don't care who we're playing. I agree with that. Although,
0: if they had won, I would have been refreshing RSL's website waiting for tickets to go on sale. (laughs) Yeah. Because even if I don't go, those tickets would be worth a fortune.
1: My friend Jose was like, dude, if RSL wins, are you going to buy tickets? And I was like, I hadn't thought about that, but maybe I should. Because it would have been well enough in advance, but the decision was made for me because we're garbage. (laughs)
0: You're like, I didn't even get the chance. And also, why is there no third place game for Open Cup? Anybody? Anybody know? Um, Because
1: there's no point. Like there's nothing to play for. Leagues Cup, there's a, there's something on the line. Open Cup.
0: What was the thing on the line for third place? Did they get a? Did they uh, get money? A
1: Concacaf Champions Cup berth. Oh really? Yeah. The top three get one from Leagues Cup.
0: Oh dang! I didn't know that.
1: <clears throat> yeah. So Philadelphia qualified by beating Monterey.
0: Well, I mean, technically, in the World Cup, there's no, there's nothing to play for except money, I guess. And they still have a and
1: prestige,
0: yeah, see prestige, you won third place in the u s open Cup,
1: yeah, it's the open cup,
0: <laughs> not that concerned about it now that r s l isn't in the tournament we don't we don't give two rat tails,
1: yeah, I will not be watching the final, especially to if Miami they're gonna make one. you have
0: paramount plus for it. <laughs> I was Amen. like, I canceled my 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 free trial of Paramount Plus. I just like, maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe they'll arrest me. I canceled my free trial of Paramount Plus, and they're and <laughs> you know when you cancel it, they're like, wait, don't go. We'll give you two months free. And I was and like, you're
1: like, okay.
0: Well, no, I was like, I was like, hmm. Dude, is there anything I want to watch on Paramount Plus? And I'm like oh, I could watch the U.S. Open Cup final. That's going to happen in September. And then I'm like, just kidding, no. And I cancel it anyway.
1: <laughs> Cause I'm, Good call. Because
0: I'm boycotting Messi. <clears throat> Hate that guy. Good, Good call. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. Miami could potentially win three trophies. I mean it's still mathematically possible for them to uh qualify for the playoffs although i i want to get your opinion on this because i understand that miami's good like you take their pure starting 11 and match them up against any other starting 11 like there are very few that would even compare but like they're not i i wouldn't say that they're that deep like you know no they aren't and that's something that we have to consider because like you know Messi's <laughs> 35 or however old he is Busquets is also 35 ish I don't know how old he is but they're all like um Messi, Busquets and Jordi Alba are all in their 30s they can't be playing every game
1: i think Messi might Messi but the might other two... but I but, think we'll get rested.
0: Yeah, and that's like that's that's a huge question like what can they do without them on yeah. the field? Because if their entire, you know, the entire secret to their success is Messi, Busquets, Jordi Alba, then like that's that's not enough to make the playoffs in my opinion.
1: Yeah, but it will probably have been enough to win them leagues cup and open cup so. yes you're
0: right unfortunately <laughs> but I-,
1: I would take that in a heartbeat i would miss the playoffs to win leagues cup and open cup yeah 100%. i would make that trade but unfortunately we are rsl
0: <laughs> nobody wants to come <laughs> live here yeah well okay okay like i feel like i feel like it's mostly just a matter of money because like ronaldo was about to sign with kansas city we could
1: we would just have to pay more to get a star to come to you then like then la
0: or new york for example
1: that's the advantage they have is that players are willing to take less money to live there because it's a desirable location.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: whereas we we have to essentially overpay.
0: That's true. And I don't know how you know how good it is for a club for example for like the development of a club to Sign big names like that if they're just going to retire in a few years. Because, like, you know, you look at the Galaxy. That, that was literally their entire strategy. And now mm-hmm. they're so far behind all the other teams in terms of, like, academy and, like, youth development. That, like, everyone else has just surpassed them.
1: Yeah. But... Miami's playing a lot of their young kids.
0: Yeah, but like their young kids aren't going to take the place of Messi. So like my point is that Messi is go- is good now and he's probably going to, you know, I he probably won't play for more than 5 years at Miami. And then what are they left with after he retires? Like yeah, they have some youth players that are that are getting developed right now. But like they they're not going to have anyone who's going to match what Messi can do. No. So, but I
1: don't I don't think they're sacrificing their youth de- development.
0: Oh, and I'm not, I'm not saying that they are. I'm just saying like I don't I like like I I don't know what that does specifically for the cl- I feel like it's like a net neutral instead of a net gain. I mean, Unless you're so they
1: can win trophies now. (laughs) Well, yeah.
0: If you if you're saying like yes, we're gonna win trophies, then yeah, obviously. But like, yeah, because like if if Messi leaves, then they're right back where they started. Does it does that make sense? What I'm saying?
1: Yeah, but I don't know that I agree with you. Okay. I, I think they've got Tata Martino, who may not stay after Messi leaves um but is a good coach and i think that their young players are going to develop well well with with messi around like messi messi might be a bigger boost for their youth players than we realize really yeah i think they might learn a lot of stuff from him okay he's very vocal i I'm not saying it's a, a sure thing, but he could I, have an effect that just... I mean, obviously, he raises the level of everyone, but when you're brushing shoulders with a player like that, something's sure to rub off, right?
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, it's, but they're not going to be, like, messy quality, like, just because no. he plays with them.
1: I'm just saying that they may be better in 5 years playing with Messi than they would be without playing with Messi.
0: Okay, I see what you're saying.
1: <clears throat> but Anyways. time will tell. I would love for Me- Miami to just crash and burn after Messi leaves, but mm-hmm. I don't think it'll happen. I feel like they're being smarter this time around.
0: I would hope so. Who did the- are you talking about like what they did with iguain and yeah. Or just like learning from like the galaxy, for example.
1: Well, both. Mm-hmm. I mean, the galaxy, they won trophies, but now they're struggling, mightily yeah. struggling. And it's going to take years for them to write that ship. Um, I think Miami saw that and is trying to integrate their youth at the same time that mm-hmm. they're bringing in big players and i i think it'll work better but
0: well now miami like just like the city of miami is like very integrated with the argentine national team like the argentine national team has a training facility in miami Mm -hmm. so like they're building they're building those relationships at least but like yeah i i kind of think that that stuff is independent of messy going to the club like they're they're making lots of smart decisions in terms of their youth development and their club development but that like those are independent of Messi. that's more what i'm saying
1: okay yeah but i think a lot of this stuff was in the works for years yeah yeah that's valid
0: um but anyways um do we have anything else to say about that or Should we just get into the...
1: the... I'm done with Messi.
0: Done, down with Messi.
1: Literally, all they talked about at halftime for our semifinal game was Messi. Ridiculous. dude. Okay, I feel like we
0: have to talk about the disrespect by the U.S. Open Cup towards RSL. Just like in, in the advertising...
1: They dropped the bag and Telemundo. You're garbage. You're literally garbage. Go, go away. You suck. <laughs> they did it twice, Dax. Yeah. They posted the same graphic. Like, they posted it a week before the game, and then they posted it the day of. Same graphic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, guess what? It takes four teams to have semifinals. Telemundo. You can't have semifinals with three teams. I hate them.
0: And, like, I was trying to understand, because basically the graphic that we're talking about, if you haven't seen it, there, it was like, here is the U.S. Open Cup. And it was like, here are the games. Cincinnati and Miami starts at 5. Uh, Houston and RSL starts at 7. And mm-hmm. then or seven thirty. I don't remember when it started, but it's, it had the times for the games. And then below there were three players. <laughs> well, <laughs> one of it's them is just so stupid. One of them was Messi, which obviously they are going to have Messi on there. Uh, one of them was Hector Hector Herrera, which I understand Telemundo promoting Hector yeah. Herrera. That makes Next sense.
1: National team. Mm-hmm.
0: But then you have Brandon Vasquez, who is a USMNT player?
1: Hey, he's a Cheapos fan though.
0: <laughs> okay. Like but and then there was no RSL player. Like
1: <laughs> Yeah. Like it ridiculous.
0: was ridiculous. And I I really wanted them to rsl to win just because of that because i'm like what are you guys gonna do f- to advertise the finals huh like who are you gonna <laughs> you're gonna put on you're gonna put an rsl player on the graphic this time or you're just gonna put two miami players um <laughs> but they didn't end up doing that they didn't end up winning so we we will never know but it was just so infuriating because didn't they all they, they were also posting highlights from the leagues cup and they posted like Cincinnati highlights, Miami highlights, Houston highlights, and then they posted Charlotte highlights or something like that.
1: That wasn't Telemundo. That was the US Open Cup official account. <laughs> and they weren't highlights. It was just like, here semifinals, here we come, and it was photos. And pr- credit to them, they they know that four teams make two semifinal matches. And so there were four photos. But someone someone made a big mistake and put a photo of charlotte instead of rsl and it was like you fools like come <laughs> charlotte on. is not yeah it's just comical how bad they are and and that tweet got deleted like 15 minutes after it was posted because they realized they goofed and they fixed it and put a photo of of rsl in the next Tweet that was exactly the same, and they just fixed. But see the Charlotte photo for the RSL one. But it's little things like that that it's just. Why does it happen to us so much? I and I I don't uh, see it happening to other teams. <laughs>
0: that was the question that I that I was going to at like because any any sort of attention that RSL gets is never because of RSL as a team, if if that makes sense. So like. They were, they were, sorry, were you going to say something?
1: No, go ahead. So I'll say it after
0: they, and, and, and it, it baffles me because like, you know, Houston is, has been terrible historically and, you know, they're on a good run of form and all of a sudden everyone's paying attention to them. But like, you know, RSL is still ahead of them in the standings but they you know they weren't even paying attention to RSL before because of that they were paying attention to RSL because first of all Diego Luna debuted with the uh USMNT U20s in the um the uh the the under 20 World Cup and then he came he came back and everyone's like okay how is he going to do for RSL and then we we signed uh, Chicho Arango and they started paying it. They're like, oh, how's Chicho going to do do at RSL? Because he had been at LAFC. So, so none of this had to do with RSL's run of form. It was just because there were other things that, you know, just so, you know, RSL was the backdrop for all of these other things that were happening. And now that they, you know, they got knocked out of the League Cup and now they got knocked out of the, the, um, the open cup, like no one's gonna, no one's gonna care about them.
1: I, I think that we were getting, we were actually getting credit, um, before the Chicho signing for how we were playing. Like the, the official MLS stuff I follow, um, we were starting to actually, and I will say that was like the first time I can remember that happening. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, Oh, this is nice. This is what it feels like to get what you've earned. Um, but and and then like the Chicho signing continued that. And Mm -hmm. it was like, they've been this good. Now they can be even better. Um, I felt like that, that was the, the first time that I felt like it was different. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: but like, do you know what we had to do to get to that point? We had yeah, to We, we had to
1: be the best team on the road. Best and, team yeah. on the
0: road in the league. Be unbeaten <laughs> in, like, 11 games. Like, the bar is set so high for RSL to get any sort of attention. And for other teams, like LAFC, the Galaxy, apparently Houston, which I didn't know was a thing. Like, the bar is set so low for other teams and set so high for RSL.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and... And uh, last season it was all like X dog and everything. Mm-hmm. And this season, before we even signed Chicho, it was people were saying like, "This is more than just X dog. ourselves playing really pretty soccer." Well, and, so and that's I true. I feel like we yeah. we got some credit. Um, but this season was the first time that's happened in a long time.
0: Well, and I I think that so, I think that's definitely true. And they actually started to do actual analysis of. Of you know, what Pablo Mastroni was doing, how he was playing, instead of just saying like X Dog, you know, like that's why they won. Mm-hmm. But you know, I feel like that's just all gone now because they lost a couple of games.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Like I they're mean, gonna have to, they're it. gonna have
0: to win another eleven games straight to reclaim, reclaim even Son of Hat. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. So, well, we got to start playing better.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's they need they need to start winning games to to reclaim
1: right now but. the the attention we're getting is um without Ruiz is RSL in trouble. And right now we are answering that with yes. <laughs> we are in trouble. <laughs> All right,
0: so the, the I feel like that perfectly segues into the um The Houston game. So um, I'm pretty sure that last episode we predicted RSL was going to win this game. Um, Yeah. And we were wrong. Houston completely dominated. Um, They dominated possession. uh, After RSL scored their goal, it was clear that it was clear to me that they were going for a tie. They just—they were like, "Hopefully, we can win in penalties." Yeah. Um, the game ended up three-one. Um, Houston scoring two goals in extra time, <laughs> so it was tied at the end of regulation. Um, and then Houston ended up scoring two goals in and, and extra time to win it. Um. But yeah, Houston—Houston just outpossessed them, outplayed them, just played better soccer than them. I will give credit to Pablo Mastorani for some of his subs, because I feel like he immediately recognized that we weren't, I mean, at the beginning of the second act, he's like, alright, we're not going to be able to possess our way out of this game, so we immediately switched to counterattacking. Um, yeah. And that's basically how we got the goal to to tie the game, so yeah I Gomez thought,
1: and Julio subs were good mm-hmm. I agree
0: i thought I thought those were pretty good, but like yeah that that's not the the issue for me was just the midfield, like we weren't able to play through the midfield at all and and Houston has a really good midfield, like all credit to them for for you know what they're doing in in their midfield they yeah really good midfield there um but you know i feel like if we had had ruiz we would have been able to you know at least play through the middle but just without ruiz it it yeah it was it was a a no a non factor our midfield in that game so we just had a really hard time building out of the back the only place that we could find any sort of joy was on the wings, and that's where the majority of the attack came from from RSL. Um,
1: yeah,
0: yeah just just overall, the midfield was the weakest point in that game. In I thought
1: opinion. our back line was pretty poor too.
0: Also, Anelli's I...
1: the only part of the back line that had a decent game. I mean, Brody, awful, awful. Really, Vera. Awful. oh yeah okay so here, glad here's... is playing the worst i think he's ever played in his career yeah right dude, something... he's had bad game after bad game and i don't know what's up with him but geez
0: something's wrong with glad so <laughs> i in my opinion i i thought that anelli kind of had a rough game and it's because i thought that quinone's just absolutely had him in his pocket and he knew that he had him in his pocket like i feel like Mm. quinones knew that he could beat anelli at any point especially didn't he get a yellow card pretty early in the game
1: that was a garbage yellow card
0: (laughs) it was a garbage but like (laughs) i feel like he knew that and he knew that he could he could beat him so he was just going at him the entire game and it wasn't until like you know Salvarino play started playing some defense and then we we eventually put Chang in like until I really felt sure about that side um which is interesting. I don't know yeah I I, I, I still think I that disagree. Anelli I, is our our best wing back defensively but I feel like he had a rough game
1: I well Everyone had a rough game. Yeah. But he was the best out of the four backline players. That may opinion. be true. <laughs> he single handedly saved a bunch of goals. I thought Brody had a much worse game. Um, literally within the first five minutes, um Dorsey, I think, was mm-hmm. the wing back on that side. Like way, way, way faster than Brody. Yeah. And was beating him just with his speed over and over and within the first five minutes i was like that is going to be a problem and consistently dorsey would get past brody easily yeah and then glad would or vera would have to shift over to cover glad would have to shift anelli would have to shift and it left the back post open every time yeah but you have to shift and i thought anelli had some like really incredible recovery runs where like as soon as the cross was hit he would just sprint over to that far post and i think he saved yeah like at least one goal um by making really great recovery runs but yeah the whole back line was a mess they
0: were they were (laughs) also overloading anelli's side like Quinones would play like super wide on the left, and then Bassi would kind of drift center yeah, left. Yeah,
1: and he would have to decide yeah. whether he wanted to pressure the ball or stay back. I thought he generally made the right decision in those moments, which yeah. I think shows a lot of growth for him, mm-hmm. not being a wing back when he joined the team. Um, but yeah, our oh gosh, yeah, it was bad, and honestly, like. Houston is an average MLS team. Yeah. Okay. If we play like this against LAFC, it's six zero seven zero. Like Houston should have scored so many more goals
0: mm-hmm. and...
1: and they shouldn't have got scored on. Like this is probably the worst RSL game. I mean, I guess recency bias maybe, and maybe, like, the back-to-back 4-0 losses at the beginning of the season were worse. But yeah. this was, like, such an important game for us to completely not show up. Yeah. And so many issues. I mean, the players didn't show up. Players didn't play well. I don't think Pablo set us up well. He needs to leave the 4-4-2. Without Ruiz, the 4-4-2 doesn't work. And if he if he sticks with the 4-4-2 for the rest of the season... I see us barely making the playoffs. Like I genuinely think we will plummet. And it we probably are high enough up that we won't drop out of the playoffs. But if he's if he is stuck on the 4-4-2, we are gonna drop. Because it doesn't work without Ruiz. We're so... completely lost. We're disconnected. Um not only did Ruiz connect the, the back line and the front line. But, like, no one else back there can make accurate long balls. Mm-hmm. And so, Arango and Musovski, or Krylock, just are non-factors in the game. Yeah. Because, like, Vera is inaccurate. Glad is probably the best um, passer, like, long ball passer on the back line. But he is playing terrible. <laughs> And so like we just hit a bunch of hopeful long balls that immediately we lose possession because yeah it's it's a mess right now and I thought that the team looked gassed within the first 5 minutes. Yeah. We literally looked like we were running at 50% in the first half because we were so worried about being exhausted and then we were still exhausted for the whole game. Like Houston just had way more energy than us, and I get that it's hot down there, but it's the coach's job to prepare the players, and we did not look fit. we did not look ready,
0: and they had played a game you know within yeah. three days of of playing this game, so
1: yeah, we just were not up for it in any sense
0: so um i guess I guess um that sort of brings up a question like I totally agree with you that there there was essentially no link between the back line and the front line and that was a big like because Arongo and and Crylock were you know just 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 running out there for all for all yeah for all of our but they didn't they didn't really contribute anything meaningful to the game and i don't think that's necessarily their fart, fault not their fault <laughs> their fault because we just we couldn't build out of the back. We could only play all, uh, through the wings. So
1: yeah, and that's not Arango's strength. Certainly, uh-uh. um, so, it should be Krylox, but is Krylox, terrible. And and while I agree with you that it's not their fault, they both had terrible games. It's that's um, true. Regardless, like Chicho's first touch tonight, I don't know what he's not playing like a designated player. Like he was atrocious. Mm-hmm. In he he had minimal service. Yes. Um but there were uh, there were chances, and he couldn't even like control a simple pass tonight, so yeah, I don't know,
0: so you say that the 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 four four two isn't working, and i I tend to agree with you, do you think that we should switch to like a four two three one um because they're <clears throat> like just to control the midfield a little better um or do you think that there's another you know something else that we should do?
1: i think that well, you have to switch something. 4-2-3-1 and a 4-3-3 are probably your only options because we don't have enough center back depth to do 3 in the back. I don't Yeah. Think. So, it's got to be a 4-2-3-1 or a 4-3-3. Um I don't really care. I mean, I would love to see us try the 4-3-3, but all I care is that we try something different because the four-four-two is Mm-hmm. is dead <laughs>
0: it is dead as long as ruiz has a torn meniscus yeah so um oh what was i gonna ask with the four-three-three. oh here's what i was gonna ask uh what is your opinion on gomez at this point
1: um. Yeah, this is, this is a good thing to talk about because I think a lot of people, <clears throat> I saw a lot of people online being like, wow, how much did we pay for Gomez and Palacio? What a waste. And I couldn't disagree more. Like, they are U22 initiative players. The whole point of that is to bring in young talent. And guess what? They fit the profile. They're young and they have potential are they there right now no i think gomez is closer um i mean people seem to forget that he has one goal and five assists on the season that's not bad (laughs) yeah especially for how many games he's
0: started up to this
1: point yeah and he's in a bit of a slump right now and you know what I think it is? I think it's a young player that for the first time in his career, someone beat him out of the starting spot when Luna was playing so well that he took the starting spot from Gomez. Mm-hmm. And I think that his confidence took a hit, and this is the first time in his career he's dealing with that, and I think he'll be just fine in the long run. He's still got all the skills. Um, He obviously still has... A lot to learn, but like he, Gomez, I'm not worried about at all. Palacio looks a lot further behind Gomez. Definitely. Mm-hmm. There's still potential there. I mean, just physically um, and technically for Palacio, it's his decision making. He is not up to the speed of the game at all. Like he, he's just so slow to make decisions, I think. And that's what we saw in this one, where, like, he would receive the ball and, like, he'd get his pocket picked because he just took too long on the ball. Like, he's got to be quicker with it. Yeah. And I hope that he can figure it out, but I do agree with people that he is not ready to step into the the hole that Ruiz left. Yeah. Not even close. Like, Lafelsund is 100% the better option. In the well, and,
0: and right it's now. clear that Lafelsund, like... I don't know if any one player can fill the hole that Ruiz left. Like no, it, no,
1: Lawfulson's our best yeah, option.
0: It, it's gonna take someone stepping up big to to whether that's Lawfulson or you know, some something else, just or you know, but like yeah. and it's I,
1: gonna take a formation change because mm-hmm. no one, none of our midfielders can hit passes like Ruiz, and the four four two falls apart without that.
0: And I guess the reason that I asked that is because like. You know, Gomez started against LAFC in the Leagues Cup. He came in at halftime uh during this game. And I don't think that he had a particularly good game. Like like you said, some of his decisions were were questionable. Um yeah. and I do agree that he's in kind of like kind of like a slump. But like for say say we go to the four two three one. Do you think that he is the starting wing?
1: Um if we're playing Luna in the middle, yes.
0: Okay. So you you think that Luna should be the, I still have the Luna ahead of
1: Gomez. But yes, okay. Luna should be the ten.
0: Alright. I um, do
1: think that Krylock could work well as a ten. Yeah. I I don't understand why we keep playing Crylock at striker. He's too his lack of mobility just, like, we're not putting him in a position to succeed. Mm-hmm. Like, in, if we're going to play a four four two, 2 the two strikers need to be mobile. And Krylock is not mobile well, right now. His and thing... I don't think he ever will be. It, his... But, like, in the center midfield, I feel like he could still be good. Like, he's smart, uh-huh. he can pass the ball well, and if he's in the center, he doesn't have to move as much.
0: <laughs> and and his thing has always been the late run into the box anyway, like that's yeah. that's why he scores so many goals, mm-hmm. is because you got someone like you know in the past Rubin who was drawing the attentions of the attention of the center backs and he'd stay you know right at the, you know right outside the eighteen between the eighteen and the penalty spot and wait for that you know cut back ball or you know something like that and and he'd score so, I mean I'm not opposed to playing. Prylock at at the 10. Um but yeah, he he I don't think he's really cut it as a striker, which is interesting because I I don't know if I told you this, but uh the Open Cup had their formation listed as a 4-4-1-1.
1: Yeah. So Prylock
0: playing the 10, which yeah, is no. probably more accurate <laughs> to how they play. It well maybe not in this <clears throat> game cuz I didn't really see any of them dropping back, but.
1: No, and that didn't make sense to me at all. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why aren't they dropping back when they're not getting any service? Crylock, yeah. I don't even know how many touches he had on the ball, but he was a non-factor.
0: I know Arango had, like, embarrassingly little touches. Yeah. Like, and
1: Ar- like Arango had touches that were really poor that I remember being like, how do you lose the ball there? I don't even remember Crylock. <laughs> he was so non-existent non-factor he's just out there running around um yeah it is it's an issue and i i hope pablo can fix it
0: <laughs> okay so um anything you want anything else you want to say about yes okay <laughs> you want to say more
1: i I have quite a bit more um, all right all right
0: yeah let's 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 go for
1: we, it we got to talk about mcmath Okay. McMath, I think, had a concussion. (laughs) I mean, did you see that replay? And the, the like dazed look on his face Mm -hmm. immediately after he hit his head on the ground? Yeah. That was, that was a hard hit. And I, I'm very, very curious to see if he starts tonight's match because if he is listed out with a concussion, I think maybe it's time to find new medical staff because yeah. multiple times this season already we've had players hit their head, get checked, finish the game and then miss the next match with a concussion. The
0: concussion. Yeah. Brody comes to mind with yep, that. He had Brody a concussion for and, a
1: while. And it's already happened to McMath once yeah. this season. Mm-hmm. And it might be happening again tonight. If he doesn't start tonight, um, guess what? It's because of him hitting his head last game and he looked completely out of it for the rest of that first half. Mm -hmm. Like the goal that got scored, that got called off, he didn't even move. He didn't even dive. He just stood there. His decision-making was slow. I think that he had a concussion and I think it's unacceptable that we let him go back into the game. I just don't understand why we're risking our players' health, right? You should... You should. Go on the side of caution with this stuff. Um,
0: well, I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, so I guess we'll see, you know, whether he's listed out. Um, yeah. but And in
1: the second half, he looked much better, yeah. and he looked more like himself. But for the remainder of the first half, he did not look mm-hmm. good.
0: And, and I will say, like, if it ends up being like, yeah, he... He had like, let's say he's out for tonight's game. And especially since he has a history of concussions, like yeah. that might be, you know, I-, I probably would agree with you. Like, yeah, let's find new medical staff because that, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
1: And it's not like we were like, oh, man, we have to keep him in because what else are we going to do? You can put Beavers into that game. Beavers is a good goalkeeper. <laughs> mm hmm i yeah that frustrated me and it, i will i will take it all back if he starts tonight and he looks okay yeah and maybe he was okay the whole time it's tough to know but you should we shouldn't be risking our players health that's the bottom yeah. line and no, that's, that's i true. was i was shocked that he went back into the game because it looked really bad
0: it did that was a that was a hard yeah hit. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the replay—it just—it was one of those where you just recoil physically because it looks so bad. Um, but yeah, that something to watch for tonight. Um, another thing that we need to talk about (laughs) is the referee. (laughs) Okay, man, this dude completely lost control of the game. The whole Vera thing never should have happened, and I'm not excusing what Vera did, but. The referee, this this happens in part because the referee had no control over mm-hmm. this match. Um, first, bad calls on both sides, right? So the the offsides goal. What did you think of that? Because I disagree. I don't think that's offsides.
0: Um, see,
1: Corey Baird does nothing to alter the play.
0: I think. I think the rules of the game are in a very weird state at the moment. I think that they're in a state of flux because I no one can give me a def like no one can define at what a handball is at, at the moment. Some at least some, some to to the degree that's satisfactory for me. Mm-hmm. Um. So if you're going to call. I, I think the biggest thing is consistency, because like, are are you going to call anyone offsides, you know, if they're even remotely close to the key, like remotely close to the keeper because they're, you know, quote, influencing the play? Like, I don't like I feel like it's a very vague rule and it's up to the interpretation of the referee
1: but i don't i don't think that this was called offsides because he was in the keeper's view because the shot didn't happen until way after
0: well then why was it called offsides? because because i think
1: they were saying that he pulled arongo back which then made the other player onsides that's that was my understanding and that because because he was in an offside position influencing the play by pulling arongo back which then made his teammate onside. Okay. So, then... Just listen to how we're talking about this. Uh-huh. This is ridiculous. Yeah. It's need... way more complicated than it should be. He was in an offside position uh-huh. when his teammate received the ball. He then got on sides. The ball was passed to Corey Baird and he scored a goal. Uh-huh. I don't think it's crazier than that. And uh, we were extremely lucky to even be in this game because they should have been up to zero at halftime.
0: So, um, I, I uh, let me go back to the the rules for a second. So if you're going to say that they, a player is is off if they are in an offsides position and they're influencing the play, then we need to know what influencing the play means. Because in my opinion, if you're going to say, Oh, there's a player marking him and he was in an offsides position which kept the other guy on sides, it is up to the player defending to know whether the attacking player is offsides or not. So, yeah. in in this case, it is up to Arango to know that hey, Baird is making a run; he's going to be offsides. I need to stay and hold the line. So, based on that, I would say no, the goal shouldn't have been offsides. If because I mean we don't know, right? We don't know whether they determined like that, like whether, whether Baird, did they come out with an explanation for, for that yet?
1: No, I don't think so. Although I haven't looked it up.
0: Because when I, I, I thought that, you know, they, they, because they thought that Baird was influencing the play, you know, blocking the keeper's line of sight or something. I don't know. I thought it was that, not that Arango was following Baird, and keeping one side. So, oh,
1: okay. Well, if it is that, then why does it matter that he's in between McMath and the ball when the shot doesn't happen for another four seconds?
0: Exactly. Like, I don't know. I that should that shouldn't that's happen. not
1: influencing the play in my mind. That's that's like soccer happening. That's exactly. What that is. And <laughs> and I think that <laughs> As the, part of the game, the
0: rules are in a weird state right now and we need to define clearly what all of this means or maybe even get rid of the whole influencing the play part of offsides like maybe make it so they have to directly receive the ball because you remember back in the minnesota game how julio was judged to be in an offsides position because he was blocking the keeper's line of sight Mm -hmm. on Uh, a shot from ruiz that that went in and it's like okay is it not the keeper's job to know that julio is off sides and get to where he can see the ball i don't know like what does all of this mean
1: i i'm fine with the rules as they are but they just need to be a lot more strict with influencing the play like it needs to be blatantly obvious you need to see a reaction from the goalkeeper or a defender that they would not normally make. That is very, very obviously influenced by yes. So like all of these matches where like the Nashville one in leagues cup that's taken back because, Oh, he was in an offsides position and he jumped for the ball. Well, you look at the keepers, reactions he was already mid dive when that happens mm-hmm. is that really influencing him that much no it it like it needs to be so blatantly obvious where it's like a shot is taken and the goalkeeper doesn't even dive yeah because he can't see the ball or something i don't know see now that i'm saying it more i'm i'm still finding issues with it but yes i think that was a garbage call and i I did i I remember saying
0: this to you if i was a houston fan i would have been mad
1: oh yeah i think it was a bad call Yeah, very bad call and and it he was bad all night um karaskia was playing super dirty let's just say it (laughs) um i do not like him he will very clearly do whatever it takes to win including Hacking our players away from the ball. <laughs> there was one time where Gomez was on a breakaway on a counterattack, and Karskia came up behind him and just clipped his heels to try and like tactically foul him. And Gomez kept going mm-hmm. past the ball. And like two seconds after he passed the ball, Karskia comes up behind him again and just completely takes his legs out from under him. Mm-hmm. No, no play on the ball, no nothing. Absolutely should have been a yellow card. Nothing. And there were multiple times throughout the night where Karaschia did yellow card worthy things and did not receive a yellow card. And then at the same time, our players were getting yellow cards for like the stupidest things. Like the Anelli foul, that's a common foul. I'm sorry. That is a common foul. Um, Gomez, probably a yellow, but that's soft. You know, if we're giving Gomez a yellow for that, why are we not giving Karskia a yellow in he the first just half? just wasn't like he consistent deserved? across. Yeah. McMath? Uh, like, the whole McMath-Karskia come together, Karskia getting in front of McMath. Okay, if the Gomez one is a yellow for picking up the ball, then that should be a yellow for Karskia. And then McMath probably should have got a yellow, too, for pushing him over. Well, and, like... I don't blame McMath uh-huh. because Karskia was being a little swear word all night long. <laughs> and like our team was fed up with him. Uh-huh. So when that happened, I was like, oh, yeah, McMath, you get it. You show him what's up. Like I was I was there for it. But at the same time, that by definition is a yellow card. Yeah. It should have been a yellow card. Um, there was no consistency. The referee did not have control of the game. And that's why stuff blew up at the end. Yeah. You know, and. And that's also something we should talk about, the, the Vera violent conduct. Um,
0: I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a multiple-game suspension I from the Open Cup for that.
1: Yes, but that will only apply for Open Cup. I'm very curious to see what the club does and what Pablo yeah. Mastroini does. Um, there were some people saying that he may have been throwing out um, racial slurs things he was yelling that people were really reading his lips. I don't know. Um that's obviously just speculation. Mm-hmm. Very clearly that was um that was a hard red card. We'll just say it like yeah. that. That was pretty violent and uh and not something that we should be okay with. Yeah. Um and I do wonder if this may impact his future with the club. Like, probably not if he takes the right course of action now. Um, Yeah. But, like, that needs to change in the future. Absolutely.
0: Well, yeah, we we obviously can't have that happening, and I feel like it's been a while since there's been a player at RSL who has that sort of temper.
1: Yeah, Um, like, Silva was a red card machine, but he never did something like that. It was just... Heavy tackles mm-hmm. um and yeah, so much that went into this uh there was the Palacio gets elbowed in the face, which I think is initially why Vera um gets in the face of the the player on the ground, mm-hmm. um, and then what really sets him off is something that bossy says, yeah, so like he's he's heated, he gets the second yellow, he knows he's getting sent off bossy runs up and says something to him and that's when he just goes ballistic and wow
0: well yeah if you watch the replay i kind of think that he thought the ref was calling a foul on him and that's kind of what sets him off because he looks at the ref like the the ar points to himself and then that's when he gets in the face of of the houston players on the ground i don't know maybe that
1: was but like yeah i yeah, mean maybe that's what it is
0: because because you look i mean they spent a long time reviewing reviewing it to see whether it's a a yellow or, or a straight red but you see him like
1: <laughs> which it's like why are we review, reviewing i, this I, I so i'm long? like it literally doesn't <laughs>
0: matter you go back and retroactively fix suspensions anyway it doesn't matter anyways
1: yeah he's out of the game yeah. let's move on
0: um but um <laughs> Like, you see him, and he... Like, you see him, like, take a swing.
1: Oh, yeah. He absolutely his, took a swing.
0: At the, the Houston player. Mm-hmm. So... And and that's why they changed it to a straight red. Not even... And for...
1: then he... And he was swinging once he... uh, <laughs> Got Bossy in a headlock, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. It'll... It, he definitely it needs to not only apologize, but he needs to change his behavior in the future yeah. for him to stay with the club. And I think if either of those things don't happen, his future here might be at risk. And if, if he ends up, you know, leaving the team because of this, that is a very poor investment because he wasn't cheap. <laughs> this so, is true. um, I I like a player that's physical and I like that Vera is not afraid of a challenge, but they're crossed a line. And yeah, I mm-hmm. And a perfect uh ending for the game though <laughs> with us just continuing to embarrass ourselves in every way possible. <laughs> and uh...
0: I feel like that was just kind of like the culmination of everybody's yeah. Frustration.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, that was the last thing I wanted to say and I feel like that's a perfect segue because
0: because um be- because <laughs> of the way the Open Cup works, RSL is going to play Houston again. Yay. Um, this time in RS uh, in Salt Lake. So, uh we get to see the Open Cup semi-final part 2. Um and hopefully RSL does better this time uh
1: i literally don't care i don't want to play these guys again mm -mm. i am not excited for the game it is the teddy bear toss which is always cool but it's unfortunate that it's this game because Mm -hmm. number one we're playing like garbage number two we have to play the team that just absolutely shoved our face in the toilet um
0: so i wonder i i wonder if they're going to rest players
1: uh, yeah, good question.
0: Because they did just play, you know, 120 minutes. Um, well,
1: at the same time, we didn't play Galaxy. Yeah. And, um... I'm talking about Houston. We... I'm
0: talking about Houston. I think oh, that we come Houston. out with our best a lot. I think we come out very similar to the way that we started against yeah. Houston.
1: No, I think Houston might rest their players. I think you're right. Yeah.
0: So... May not have to deal with Kataski, <laughs>
1: dude, I do not like him at all, uh-uh, yeah,
0: maybe, um, maybe Baird will score on us for real this time.
1: <laughs> he was pretty stoked <laughs> when he scored. He did not hold back um Vera will not play in this game. Funny enough, it's not because of the red card in the open cup. It's because of yellow card accumulation in the regular season. Mm -hmm. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) The card machine will not be in this match, which is probably for the best. Mm -hmm. And Um,
0: maybe we'll have a better defense with Silva in the game instead of uh, Vera. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: We shall see. But... Um... And this is, this just goes to the broader point, and and you you mentioned this, but, like, Houston's not, like, an elite team in the league. They're, like, they're middle of the table at best. Yeah. And so, like, if RSL is going to, you know, maintain their form that they had before the Open Cup, not the Open Cup, the League's Cup, which... Did did I did I call it or did I call it with <laughs> with the league's cup? Yeah,
1: um they killed our momentum.
0: Then they are going to they're going to they're just going to have to win. Like there's no other way around this. Like they need to be able to beat teams like Houston in order to maintain their run of form and have any chance of of getting a home playoff spot when, you know, when the playoffs roll around. So, yeah. Um this is honestly like a must win in my opinion if we want to achieve that um hmm. I, yeah i don't I,
1: know about must win but it, we need to look like we're playing soccer i think yeah this one.
0: maybe it's not it's not necessarily about the points but more about like the team as a whole like we need it, to is,
1: get back to i don't know i i hesitate to say mentality but like we need to get back to who we were before leagues cup
0: <laughs> yeah like we you know which rsl team is going to to show up like the pre-leagues cup rsl team or the post-leagues cup rsl team and if we don't yeah. get back to the pre-leagues cup rsl team then like we're gonna be in trouble Mhm. so that's why i feel like it's a it's a must win just prove that we can still play like we did before the Leagues Cup.
1: Yeah, I would like to win. Winning's always nice.
0: And if they don't score a goal, then they're not gonna be able to throw teddy bears. So Yeah, I don't
1: I don't know what the protocol is for that. Do we just throw it at the full time whistle? Just like after the game like goal. everybody
0: throw your teddy
1: <laughs> Yeah, like over the intercom. Since we didn't score a goal, everyone throw your teddy bears now! <laughs> Your team is
0: garbage. Throw your... T- <laughs> uh,
1: Throw your teddy bears in celebration.
0: Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I hope that they win. Um, That'll like
1: be so embarrassing if we don't score a goal, dude. Please, please score a goal. It's
0: going to be embarrassing to lo- lose to Houston twice in a row.
1: Yeah, that too.
0: Like, that's, you know, you don't, you don't come back from that. And yeah. technically, I think they would leapfrog us. No, we are five points ahead of them, but Ayo. they'd be- they'd be closing in. they'd probably move up to like i mean we'd we definitely move down, but we'd probably be pretty close to them in the in the standing so yeah um, so what's your what's your prediction for this game? Well, first of all, do you think that we come out with what 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 sort of lineup do you think we come out with?
1: Four four two.
0: Like the same the same lineup we did against Houston or. Are there some um, changes.
1: I don't think Crylock starts. I. I think we might see Gomez start. Okay. Either instead of Luna or instead of Savarino. Um. I think we see the same midfield pairing obviously Silva Ferreira and maybe Oviedo starts instead of Brody Brody's been a really poor run of form yeah um but yeah I don't know
0: yeah like I said I think it'll be pretty similar to the way that we uh, started against Houston I don't think we changed formations yeah not yet anyways um Okay. Uh what about score? Who do you think wins?
1: I'm gonna say a one one draw.
0: Draws are stupid.
1: It's better than a loss. <laughs>
0: this is true. I I think Houston's gonna win one zero. I'm the I'm the pessimist this time. Alright. That's um, that's fine. Yeah. Anything else?
1: No, I think that's it.
0: All right. Well, um, like I said, we'll try to get this episode out soon. And hopefully you guys can listen to it before the game. But you might be just listening to this retrospectively, you know, either laughing at us or crying with us. Yeah.
1: Dude, have you been listening to Soapbox? Random thing. No. Shout out to Soapbox. Um they've been, for the Open Cup, they're literally recording a podcast while watching the game. You know? And so, because this one went to extra time, the the podcast episode for the Open Cup semifinal match was three hours long.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) Which I actually love, because I listen to a lot of podcasts at work, because I'm usually just in my truck alone, like, doing rounds on the Mm -hmm. airport. And so... I I always run out of like podcast material to listen to. like I, I never have enough. And yeah. so I was like, yes, three hours of stuff to listen to. <laughs> Even Beautiful. though most people are probably like, oh, my gosh, three hours. I just thought it was funny.
0: How could you talk about soccer for three hours?
1: Well, it's Soapbox. They don't just talk about soccer. They talk about whatever they want to talk about.
0: This is true. See, I always thought that that could be fun if we did an episode where we're literally just watching the game.
1: Yeah, I'd be down to do we it one do time. That.
0: Let's just let's maybe just we'll not... do it
1: for decision day. Ooh, that something. could be
0: fun. Let's just not stop this recording. What is it? It's <laughs> like one p.m. Utah time. <laughs> yeah. Wait until seven thirty, and then just you know. This will be like a nine hour long podcast. I feel like we'd run out of things to talk about. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, we'll we'll end it here. Um, so yeah, thanks you guys for listening. And we will see you next time.
1: See ya.